This is The Underbelly, episode 17 of season 5. Episode 17. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Joe Bracco. Let's get right to it. Creativity one and all. Creativity. The creative space lens. We hear it so often in the, the business language of today, but it can also apply to parenting, of course, if we have to keep it. Of course we have to keep it. Enticing. Have to keep it engaging. Have to keep it creative. To keep the attention of the child, the slew of children, the scamper all over the place. If we want to keep them in line, we have to make sure to keep the zest going. The atypical creative space going. The other night, in the middle of the night, I get up in the heap, poor posture, pale face, you know the familiar scenery. I teeter-totter myself to the window, and I will tell you we had some sort of wild weather that I rarely see, when and all, that I rarely see. Lightning, thunder, the atypical noises, that just the bounty, the bevy of rain that's smashing itself against the apartment building that is. I, I, I literally thought that we were headed to past tense. What's going to happen? The walls falling on my head, making it even more misshapen than it already is. Are we headed in that direction, one and all? Are we headed in that direction? Drinking this in, I even had thoughts that maybe we were headed for something more than just the world that was around us. Is this a prelude to a hurricane? We're in the summer. Hurricane season. Does it hit Westchester County? started swirling around literally in my aged brain that is to the point where I don't, I don't really know whether it had something to do with the, the lack of sleep, the wee hours of the morning and evening that was. But I started to think, just based on what I was saying, could this be something outside the realm of just weather? Atypical, typical. Was this the end of the world? Now, couldn't possibly be that, but are we dealing with something that we haven't seen before? Is this a flying saucer event? Now, you see it on the news. You see it on the news. You read about it. Whether you believe in it or not, the, the, the proverbial phrase, something out there, I will tell you one and all, when I was witnessing, when I was drinking in this wild occasion, I thought, for an instance, eh, could be, could be a little bit of the flying saucer event. Now, reality of it was, of course, not so. You go back to bed, you sleep it off, you wake up next morning. What the hell was that? Why was I even thinking about something of that? It's just weather. And yet, as I made my business through the day, those two words, flying saucers, kept propping up to the point where I wasn't thinking about the actual weather, but I thought about flying saucers as a memory. As it applies to, of course, 
the familiar language of food. Thus, today's episode. Flying saucers in the age of summer, one and all, was something that was consistently first given to me, shared with me, and then repeated time and time again based on my life. For those of you that are familiar to what I am talking about, those of you that are not, the literal treat takes us away from traditional ice cream. Not a cone, not a pint, not something that we have seen before. No. Carvel does it right. Carvel does it best. The cookie, the vanilla, the sandwich. Not a square, not a rectangle. No, no. Circular form. Thus, flying saucer. All of those days sitting at the table as a child, drinking in time and time again those familiar meals that halfway through it, you want to be anywhere other than what you are witnessing. Conversation doesn't work. The table doesn't work. Silverware. Everything is elsewhere in your mind. Until that first day. In Long Island, Smithtown, New York to be exact. When the Graham, Grandma DePrisco. Joseph, you've been such a good portly boy. She didn't do sport. Five minutes you've been sitting at the table. You haven't cursed yet. Let me go to the freezer and give you something special. Something new. Something that will give you not a wry smile. No, 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 no. This will be a joyous occasion. It was one of them. Not only because I graduated one, two, if not six flying saucers in a matter of minutes. Just in inhaling them one right after another. It was something. Creed. This wasn't something that I was familiar with. This wasn't something that I knew before that they were showing to me again. This wasn't a boring treat. And it kept me there. It made the affair better. Warm. New, mind you. But warm. It was great that they gave that to me. And thinking about that in the week that was leading up until the daughter's visit, I wanted to replicate that creativity yet again. Going to the supermarket, that's it. Let me find not the pint, not the gallon, not the trough of traditional ice cream. Now, I am showing Victoria something more, something better, something that's going to get her out of that seat. Flying saucers. Pack of six. Traditional cookie. Dark cookie. Vanilla ice cream in between. Let's get them. Let's bring them home. Let's enjoy it together. Halfway through the visit, tomato. <laughs> I've got something for you. Let me take you to the freezer. Opening it up, first the steam let out. And as the cloud dissipated one and all, I saw her eyes light up as she saw the flying saucers for the first time. Much like I must have several decades ago. Ripping open the plastic gave her 
the full sauce. Dark cookie. Vanilla filling. She took one bite. She took a second. She took a third. Daddy, I want to get down. I want to sit on the stool. I want to enjoy this. Okay, man. Enjoy it. Two hands. Enjoy it. You deserve it. Just for me, she said. Oh, yes. Just for you. I must have felt the same way. This is my treat. This is my saucer. Now, one difference, at least at the time, from what I can recall, one and all, is I did not do what my daughter did with the saucer. Being as portly, as rotund as I was, I was fixated on the food. Gotta finish. This is ice cream for me. The daughter, of course, she enjoys food, much like I I did, and still, of course, do. But she did something with the flying saucer, being certainly a master of language so early in her years. She took the saucer, and she literally threw it into motion. Well, hell, Dad. It's a saucer. Can it fly? One and all, the, the amount of cookie, ice cream, and crumble that was just stenciled, plastered over the, the opaque wall. Hilarious to say. I mean, it, it could have been a painting come to life. Yes, it's stale ice cream. Yes, it's stale cookie, but enjoy it. It's an impressionistic painting. Drink it in. Drink it in. Come over and see the ice cream saucer that was now in a different form altogether. Just a hellish occasion in cleanup. That's for damn sure. Scraping it off, scraping it off, and of course, the, depositing the, the remnant. I watched my daughter drink this occasion in, and I could see that the smile, the care that I was taking, she could appreciate it. Even though we enjoyed a second and then third flying saucer thereafter, the very fact that she threw the creativity into the mix gets us back to that enjoyable feeling. Here, it was the attention span so transfixed, so fixated on the ice cream to the point where she was loving it so much that she would not only taste it, but she would enjoy it to the point of throwing it elsewhere. I want the world to have it. And by world, we mean the dad's wall. <laughs> this day, all about the creative space between father and daughter as we are at the precipice of Father's Day and then Victoria's fourth birthday, I will tell you one and all. Messes notwithstanding, such an enjoyable moment, a flying saucer moment to have. With that, we've come to yet another to yet another episode of one, the underbelly. Until next time, rest easy.